Hello, everybody. I'm Jerry, and I'm your host. Welcome to our podcast, Seeking the Light, where we're going to talk about building a life filled with balance, harmony, and profound well-being. That's why we're here, I think. I've put over 70 years on this rock, and I don't know a lot. But the one thing I do know, or think I know, is that what will bring your life together is looking, is looking, looking for balance, looking for harmony, looking for happiness, and looking for peace. We're going to take a look at a lot of philosophies, a lot of religions, humankind's moral and ethical codes, amongst other things. And I'm not here to change your beliefs, not one iota. But I do believe you have to look, you have to seek, you have to see what's out there so you can find the peace that's within you, the light that's within you. That's got to be the key to happiness, finding the light and sharing it. So let's start our adventure now. Hey everybody, this is Jerry, and you're listening to Seeking the Light, episode 003, and we're here to talk about seeking a new path, looking for a new way, uh, finding a new spirituality, reinvigorating your old spirituality, but in some way, shape, or form, you're looking to make a change in your life, and I I am here to accompany you accompany you because I'm on the same path myself. I think we have to lay down some ground rules for ourselves on this journey. Or we're going to run around and bang our heads on some walls and possibly end up not quite where we'd like to be. So I made a list of a few bullet points here. And we're going to run through them and see if they make sense to you. They kind of make sense to me. Uh, number one, we've got to rely on some critical thinking skills. We've got to develop a habit of questioning everything. And if your current spirituality leader, whatever they may be called, tells you not to question them because they know, they know, I know, um, probably ought to question them, but question everything uh, and always, always, always question the motivation behind anyone's message and why is this pre being presented to me in this way? What are the biases and what's in it for the person talking to you? So just question everything. And the next thing I think that we need to do for ourselves is obtain a broad educational foundation, a comprehensive understanding of the topic we're looking into from multiple sources. Don't rely on one author. Don't rely on one news outlet. Don't rely on one expert. Don't rely on one source of anything. Look to educate yourself from a diverse field of information sources. You really need to see various perspectives on the subject you're studying or the belief system that you're studying. I know these may seem like simple concepts, simple ideas, 
but I know I need reminded of these. Um, so bear with me. I, th- I think we all do. So let's continue with uh, the next point, which I have jotted down is it, it start a reflective practice. Set a time, a regular time every day for some self-reflection. Um, think about keeping a journal to jot down your thoughts and your feelings on, on issues that are concerning you today. This can help you understand your inherent biases and how external influences could be affecting your opinions because different things happen to you every day and you react to those things differently every day. And if you journal your reactions to outside forces, things that happen in the news, things that you read, things that your friends say to you, things that you read on social media, if you journal your reactions, you can you can start to see what your prejudices and what your uh, biases may be. And that could easily influence your journey to, to wherever it is that you want to go. I mentioned social media a minute ago, and, and that brings up the next point, which I just have marked on as limited exposure. Um, you know, it, it, it's critical today, as fast as everything's moving in the world, that, that you stay informed. I get that. So you can't become unplugged. Uh, I had unplugged for quite a while. No news, no social media, no anything. Uh, and that's not good because things change very, very, very fast. But you cannot let it overwhelm you and eat your life. So somehow limit your exposure to news, to social media, or anything that can be overwhelming and you hear a lot of biased conversations, discriminating conversations, um, set some time aside. Set, designate, designate a specific time in the day to check the news and check social media. But please avoid mindless hours of scrolling and hour after hour of the 24 news cycle on cable news. You need to take a deliberate approach, and you be, and you can reduce the risk of becoming too emotionally attached to other people's opinions, because that's really what you're getting on the news today, and that's truly what you're getting from social media. I did not want any of my podcasts to become um, boring recitals of lists. But here and there, I think it's kind of necessary. So uh, bear with me, and we're going to move on to the next topic here, which uh, I have jotted down as engaging constructive dialogue. Um, discussing sensitive issues with others, especially those who have different viewpoints, can really be enlightening. Um, it challenges your beliefs. And it will provide an opportunity for you and the person you're engaging with to refine your thoughts. Uh, today, this is kind of a tough, tough road to hoe, as Grandpa used to say. Uh, so you have to remember to approach these dialogues with an open mind and a willingness to listen and possibly a discussion of the ground rules before you start your discussion. Begin it with a handshake or a hug 
and end it with a handshake or a hug. And you might go into this conversation with 100% different viewpoints on an issue, and you might come out of it with 50, only a 50% disagreement on the issues. You know, and if we all did that, if we, if we reduced the stress and the tension in this country by 50%, what a difference that would make. What a difference that would make. So, um, you know, it's tough. I try it. I do it. And um, it can be uncomfortable, but, but it can be very worth it, too. So while you're on this educational journey to help put you on the path of a new spiritual life, recognize and beware emotional manipulation. There's people that are really good at it. There's a lot of narcissists and psychopaths that have no qualms whatsoever about being deceptive and trying to manipulate you for their own purposes. So recognize when information and narratives are designed totally to trigger emotional responses. Remember, emotions can truly cloud your judgment. So it's really essential that you're aware of when someone's trying to manipulate your emotions. And it is particularly important when you are trying to seek out mentorship and or counseling to help you on your journey. Be, be very cautious that whoever you want to work with as a counselor or a mentor offers a neutral perspective and neutral guidance. Um, I, I don't know how to say this and, and give due to all the wonderful, wonderful, truly caring, empathetic people out there that have nothing in their heart except a desire to help you move ahead with your life. But there's a lot of complex issues that you, you're going to want to work through and you need a mentor that is not going to try to manipulate your emotions on your journey. Now, let's talk about your own biases manipulating you. Um, human beings are prone to various thought process biases, mind games, you might want to call them, um, like confirmation bias, which means you, you favor information that confirms pre-existing beliefs. For instance, what I believe, my family believes, my social group believes, they have always known, done, or believed this. Um, that doesn't make it right, but that's easy for your mind to use to justify a certain path or a certain belief or a certain direction. And, and, and the next one could be called ex experiential biases, relying on immediate examples that come to mind when a subject comes up. For example, let, let's say you've watched the news the last couple of days and there, you've seen stories about three airplane accidents in that three-day period. And even though everyone knows flying is 
statistically far safer than driving because of your experiential biases based on the news that you've seen, you might feel today that airplanes are particularly dangerous because of those accidents. And those accidents are the first thing that comes to your mind because you just saw them. And, and they pop in your mind every time you think of air travel. So now you're basing your judgment on the most readily available examples and not on comprehensive data. Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense. Um, so you just you have to be aware of these biases. Just be aware of them. You know, think through them. Say, oh my God, yeah, I just saw three plane crashes on on the news in the last three days. So, yeah, that's that's pretty weird. But that's not backed up by statistical data. So just be aware of these biases and 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 how they can affect your decision making process. So as we conclude today and get ready to move into our meditation. Uh, this is a big deal. You've made a decision to try to find a new spiritual path. You want to find who you are. You want to find the peace within you. And, you know, there's some things you need to pay attention to. Rely on your critical thinking skills. Educate yourself. You know, Start some reflective practices. Limit your exposure to the news and social media. Engage in constructive dialogue with people that you don't necessarily agree with. Be aware of emotional manipulation and look for a counselor or a mentor that you can just talk about ideas with. And then be aware of thought biases, the games your own mind plays with you. And when you get down to the bottom line, Trust your gut. Trust your gut. You're a lot smarter than you think you are. Your internal thinking processes are a lot more solid than maybe you think they are. Trust yourself. Trust your gut. If this guy seems like a fraud, he might be a fraud. If, if this thought process gives you an uncomfortable feeling, walk away from it. Trust your gut. And finally, the way to put this all together and to understand you can trust your gut, my opinion is learn to live a mindful lifestyle and learn mindful meditation. Find out who you are. Learn to dismiss negative emotions. Learn to dismiss dark thoughts. Learn to dismiss unproductiveness in your thought processes, uh, thoughts that just clutter your mind that mean nothing. You know, worrying about the fight you had with your sister three years ago and she still ticked off at you. Let that go. You got fired from that job four years ago and it's ruined your life. Let that go. You can recover from that if you let that go. And the best way to do that is learn to live a mindful lifestyle. And mindfulness just means concentrating on this moment right now, letting the past go. You can't relive it. It's gone. And not living in tomorrow because it's a dream. It hasn't happened yet.
and along with your mindfulness practice, begin a meditation practice. There's lots of good help out there. I'm not a guru. I'm not a swami. I'm not a priest. I'm not a pastor. I'm not, you know, some vaunted spiritual leader. I'm just telling you, you got to do this for yourself. You got to do this for yourself. But learn these things. Find some help with meditation. You can find someone to help with your meditation. You can listen to me. I'll give you all I've got. I'll leave nothing. Everything's going to go out on the table. I'll throw up all over the place. But I'm just a guy. Like eight billion other guys. But I'm, I'm trying to live the path. And I'd like to see you get on your path to get your life back together. Okay. Now let's get ready to meditate. Um, I'll get calmed back down here. Let's get in the right frame of mind. And just a reminder, if you're driving, please shut this off. Turn it back on when you get home. If you're running dangerous equipment, shut this off. Turn it on when you get back home. Um, I want you to listen to my meditations. I want you to participate with me, but I want you to be safe. And, and we play some quiet music, and, and we do a lot of reflective practices. And, I mean, the point of this is, is to get your mind into the meditation. It's not something you can really effectively do multitasking-wise, like driving or running equipment or doing something else at work. So, so please, be safe and uh, turn this off and come back. It'll still be here, and you'll, it'll be much more effective anyhow. So if you're ready, let's get going. Living in the present moment has allowed me to fully immerse myself in the beauty and joy that surrounds me. I no longer let past mistakes define me or future uncertainties overshadow my existence. Instead, I savor each moment as it unfolds, appreciating the wonders of life and finding contentment in the here and now. In this fast-paced, chaotic world, it is all too easy to get caught up in regrets and worries. But I've come to the understanding that dwelling on the past or obsessing over the future robs us of the present. By consciously choosing to let go of these burdens, I've discovered a newfound freedom and serenity. So let's start this session by finding a comfortable position. You might be sitting or lying down, whichever feels right to you today. Close your eyes and take a few deep breaths, holding them for a moment and then gently exhaling. Take a few moments to fully arrive in this space, right here, right now. Notice the space around you, the sounds that fill it, the temperature of the air on your skin. 
feel the ground beneath you, supporting and grounding you in this very moment. Let us use this moment to declare our intention. We are here to live in the present, to immerse ourselves in the beauty and joy that surrounds us. As you breathe in, imagine each breath filling you with light, energy, and presence. As you exhale, let go of any past mistakes, regrets, or fears that might be holding you back. Know that these past experiences no longer define you. Release them with each exhalation. Notice how your body begins to feel lighter and freer. Now, turn your attention to the future. Feel the uncertainties or concerns that may reside there. Acknowledge these feelings, but do not let them overshadow your existence. As you breathe out, release these anxieties into the ether. Realize that you can plan for the future without obsessing over it. As you continue to breathe, Feel yourself becoming more and more immersed in the present moment. See the beauty in this single moment. This one breath. Appreciate the wonder of life unfolding right here, right now. With each breath, you are fully engaged, fully alive in this very moment. Consider the relationships, experiences, and opportunities that are present in your life right now. Treasure them. They are the fabric of your life, woven with the threads of every moment you live fully and completely. By living in the present moment, you are cherishing these moments and making the most of the precious gift of life. As this meditation comes to an end, take one last deep breath, filled with gratitude for this moment, for this life. Carry this feeling of presence with you as you move through your day, 
mindful of each moment as it comes, conscious of the richness of life in the here and now. Remember, each moment is unique and fleeting. The past is but a memory, the future a mystery. The only time you truly have is now. Let this knowledge guide you as you navigate through life. Find peace and fulfillment in living fully, one moment at a time. Thank you for sharing this meditation with me, and as always, I wish you peace and tranquility.